Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So, if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So, if you have your Bible, feel free to read along, and if not, no problem. We'll put it all together for you. So, let's get started. Today we're in Proverbs, and we'll be finishing up chapter 3. We left off last time at chapter 3, verse 23, so we'll for sure uh, finish chapter 3, and then we'll start out in chapter 4, and we'll probably get down to verse 9, because that's where McGee left off. So just to set the pace, um, I just wanted to ask a question. And the question is... um, <clears throat> that we, we we were asking yesterday, how bad do you really want to know God's wisdom? How bad do you really want to know? How bad do I really want to know? And this these Proverbs are saying you've got to treasure this more than any treasure that you can ever find. You've got to look for this as hidden treasure. <clears throat> now, of course... The gospel message is simple. It's easy to find. The gospel message is something that we want to not have to look very hard for, our salvation. And that's kind of the way God's putting all this together. He uses sometimes his foolishness to shame the wisdom of man. My wisdom would think that salvation would be the mystery trip, and once you find it, you've got your salvation, right? But not in God's wisdom. God's wisdom says your salvation shouldn't be anything that you have to do. Right? He's already done it. He's already been our conscience. He's already know, he already knows how bad a sinners we are. He already knows that we can't even approach him. He already knows that in order for us to live, he has to die. He already knows that. So the gospel message that saves us is God's wisdom. And part God's mystery because it was hidden from those earlier in the Old Testament. It was hidden for those people. So, but now it's made known to all of us. And we have his uh, gospel message for all to see. But what we're talking about now is God's, God's manner, God's character, God's mind. <clears throat> and when we when we try to get to that <clears throat> God is telling us through the pen of Solomon study my ways study who I am 
to find out how to be more and more like me. If you could just believe in me or believe in Jesus and then automatically be just like me, um, that'd be too easy for you. And that would sort of demean him, you know, like he's that easy to figure out. He's really not. He's really so magnificent, unapproachable, so amazing in every way, so knowledgeable in every way. We can't even hardly approach him. So that's what this call is. And then the real call to us is, well, how bad do you really want to know him? And that's what this, these verses are. This father is asking him his son. And he's saying back in chapter 3, verse 5, 6, and 7, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Isn't that a hard thing to do? To tell somebody not to lean on your own understanding? I mean, we're programmed as people to get smart, to go to school, so we could know what to do. The earth, the world, just almost teaches us to lean on our own understanding. So to, do, to not lean on your own understanding, you're really going against everything that's, that your brain will tell you to do. Verse 6, And always acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. <clears throat> and then jumping down to verse 23, Then you will walk on your way securely. Back up in 13. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom, the one who gets understanding. Okay? So we can have we can we can be saved through Jesus Christ. We can be saved. But understanding God's wisdom, understanding God's nature is going to be some work for us. And it's the father challenging the son. You don't automatically get God's wisdom. God saves you. He lifts you up from the grave. But to be more and more like God in His mannerisms, you need to, you need to dwell in Him. You need to study His words. You need to walk in His paths. And this analogy to walking, we saw that analogy back in Galatians, walking worthy of the Spirit, walking in step with the Holy Spirit, in step, just like a, a child is held up by a parent. Walking in step, that comes from the Greek word stokio, which means walking in steps, in little steps. You walk, you fall, you bump your head, you get up, you try again. It's just like a child learns to walk. The child doesn't learn to walk by just all of a sudden walking across the room and saying, hey, how you doing? The child has to struggle to learn to walk. And this learning to walk, as it says over and over, it's the same example for us. We have to learn to walk. We're little children. In verse 23, then, you're, then you will walk on your own way securely, and your foot will not stumble. It won't fall into sin. Now we'll start in verse 25, chapter 3. And, was we, and as we start, I just... 25 through 31 to me is just examples of walking. These are spiritual wisdoms, but they're just examples of how God walks, of how a walk with Christ feels, because you're getting His wisdom in this walk. If you lie down, you will not be afraid when you lie down. Your sleep will be sweet. 
A wise man can sleep soundly. He's not worried about the daily troubles. Don't be afraid of sudden terror or when the or the ruin of the wicked when it comes. Wicked things are going to come. Evil's going to come. The world is evil. But you got to remember that God is sovereign over that. So you can't let your joy, you can't let your happiness, you can't let your even your own security be in somebody else's hands or be dictated by circumstance. Your security is already one. Your security is already there. It is established. So you don't have to be afraid of sudden terror. Even though it is terrifying, you can be afraid. But don't let it be in the world's hands. 26, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Everybody wants to have self-confidence, right? And there's books on it. There's... there's, uh, there's uh, YouTube videos on how to have more self-confidence. There's seminars on how to have more self-confidence. People pay big money to be confident. Even people, they go to counselors. They go to therapists. They pay they to be hypnotized. Everything is self-confident. People tend to be more self-confident when their bank account's full of money or when they're successful or when they get good grades in school, they get more confidence, Right? Those are all things that the world tells you to do. The Word of God says that's not what gives you confidence. What gives you confidence is the Lord. If you're going to be confident about anything, be confident in the Lord, in the Lord's Word. Because it'll keep you from being caught in sin. It'll be keep you confident from the ways of death. The pathways of death. Verse 27, don't withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Give to others as you're supposed to. Don't hold back on somebody else. Because that goodness that you give somebody, if if you owe somebody money or if you're supposed to do something, that's their money. It's God's money, but it's due them. You're You're not supposed to be a hoarder of things that other people should have rightly. If you're the manager, pay the employee what they're due. If you're the employee, give the employer your good work. That's something you shouldn't withhold from them either. If you're a parent, give the child the attention they're due. If you don't, a lot of times they act spoiled and selfish or act out just trying to get your attention. If you're the child... Give the parent what is due them, the respect that they deserve. Even if you don't have any money, when you interact with somebody else, give them what they're due. It's not just talking about money here. Give them your goodwill. Give them the Word of God. If that's all you have to give somebody else, you can give them the Word of God if it lives inside you. 28. Don't say to your neighbor, Go. And come again tomorrow. I will give it when I have it with you. If you if you if you owe your neighbor something, give it to them. Twenty nine. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Do not contend with a man for no reason. If somebody trusts you, and they're living beside you, and you know you have their trust, 
in certain ways, you almost have like a little power over them because you already have their trust. And sometimes people don't suspect something bad coming from their own neighbor. If somebody has your trust, live up to that trust. And don't be contentious. Don't be angry at somebody for no reason or blame somebody for no reason when he's done you no harm. Isn't it amazing today that society, people will blame one another if they don't agree with them on their politics or, uh, you know, it's somebody else's fault that I can't find a job. Somebody else's fault that I'm not as rich as I want to be. It's somebody else's fault that I don't have a car, you know. Or if that person hadn't, you know, been so successful, I wouldn't have been so, so you know, he got the promotion and I didn't. You know, this kind of stuff. Don't blame other people for stuff that happens to you in life. Life's gonna, life gives out everybody bad things. You, you're not the judge. You can't, you can't judge that. That's God's job. Verse 31, don't envy a man of violence and don't choose any of his ways. You know, sometimes violent people use violence to assert power over others. And they think they're real successful because they can go out and burn somebody's house down or trash a neighborhood or, you know, use violence to show how popular or powerful a political figure is and all this other stuff. And if you don't vote my way, you're going to you're going to you're going to get it. You know, that kind of thing. Don't envy violence. Violence is not from the Lord. For the devious person is an abomination to the Lord. Verse 32, verse 33. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the dwelling of the righteous. Turn towards the scorners. Toward the scorners he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. Humility starts with your heart. You've got, as we said over and over, you've got to have a heart centered on Christ. All throughout the Psalms, David wrote over and over and over. It's from the heart. It all starts in the heart. Verse 35, the wise will inherit honor, but the fools get disgrace. <clears throat> so these are nuggets of God's wisdom. This is These are characteristics of God's nature. These are his values. This is his value system. You want to know what God thinks? Look at these words. This is how he approaches the day. Verse 1 in chapter 4 will continue. Hear, O sons, a father's instruction, and be attentive that you may gain insight. <clears throat> Again, a father's invitation to the sons, to the children. This is his instruction. He's being really crystal clear. This is my instruction to you. He's training his children. This is like an open letter um, to God the Father, to us his children too. We said earlier how this, this, these, these chapters are set up like a letter from a father to a son, but also our heavenly father to us. It's almost like we're growing up as little children and he's a parent walking around with us. He's teaching them. He's packing all of his stuff in every line of these verses so that when we grow up one day, 
we'll have them in our hearts. Listen to these words like a parent, like your whole, like your heavenly Father, is is just teaching you just like you were a little child growing up in His house. He's saying, "Listen up, sons and daughters. Listen, I'm Daddy is talking to you, and pay attention." <clears throat> that you may gain insight, insight, insight into his wisdom, insight so you can you can have it for yourself. For I give you good precepts. Do not forsake my teaching. I give you good feedback, good instruction, good knowledge. And don't take this for granted. This is your heavenly father telling you right now. Just as if you were a little child walking around with him. When I was a son with my father, tender, the only one in the sight of my mother, he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words. Keep my commandments and live. Now, this is Solomon writing. So on one level, it's this father talking to this child saying, This is what my father taught me. Okay, in another level, this is Solomon almost reflecting back to what his father, King David, when he was a little tender child, would tell him. So Solomon is saying, you know, this is what my daddy, King David, taught me. Let your heart hold fast to my words. Keep my commandments and live. So a hypothetical story of a father talking to a child. Um, an analogy of our heavenly father talking to us through Solomon's pen and Solomon talking about his own experience with his own father. If you can keep my commandments, you will live. You will live well in the world. You will keep yourself alive like King David kept himself alive. And to us, we'll have life. The word of God is life. And the word of God eventually is Jesus Christ. And all of these examples of the nature of God is actually the nature of Christ. Don't forget, he says again in verse 5, he says it again. Get wisdom, get insight. He's repeating himself. Don't forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. It is so important. He's saying this thing over and over. Get wisdom, get insight. Whatever you do, don't forget Whatever you do, don't turn away from the words, from these words of my mouth. They're from his mouth. They are directly from him to you. This is not like an intermediary. This is not written by some middleman or some scribe. This is the direct words of my mouth. And that's like saying from your heavenly father to you, get my wisdom, get my insight. Don't forget my words. Don't. Take them for granted. Don't turn away from my words of my mouth, my heavenly Father. Your heavenly Father directly from His mouth to your ears and hopefully to your heart. Don't forsake her. Now He's comparing wisdom to a woman. Don't forsake her and she will keep you. Love her and she will guard you. You've got to love wisdom just like the love of of a man for a woman. Or a woman for a man. You've got to love. This wisdom is given to you in love. Love this wisdom. Just like you want to love God. 
Just like God loves you. God gave you these words out of love. God gave you His Son out of love. His Son is the Word of God. His, the Word of God became flesh. The Word of God became His Son. He gave you these words out of love. He gave you His Son out of love. And then His Son gave His life for you out of love. This pursuit of wisdom is great, like a treasure hunt. But it's a love story too. You've got to want this wisdom just like pure love. Just like the wisdom itself is treasure. Yeah, that's. but you're seeking treasure, the greatest treasure you can ever hope for. But it's also, you've got to seek it with love. Because you're not seeking treasure just to make yourself wealthy. You need to seek this treasure because you love God. You love His ways. And if you love this wisdom, if you love her, she will guard you. This wisdom will guard you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you get, get insight. That is so, you know, that is so cool. That little verse, chapter 4, verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is this. Wake up. Look at this. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. And whatever you do, get insight. Prize her highly and she will exalt you. Verse 8. She will honor you if you embrace her. She will place on your head a graceful garland and she will bestow on you a beautiful crown. So, folks, we'll stop here because that's where McGee stops. But God's telling us through the pen of Solomon this morning, whatever you do, folks, wherever you are, whatever you think and say and do, if you can't do anything else, get wisdom. Get insight. That's it. And if you can do that, this insight will let you live. It will keep you strong. It will keep you alive. These are. This is the path of God. We, we talked about, you know, earlier, we, we talked about in, in uh, Galatians, talked about standing firm, walking by the Spirit, walking, being led by the Spirit, walking in step by the Spirit. Okay? And then in Ephesians, we talked about walking in His way, walking worthy, walking Christ-centered, walking in love, walking in light, walking through life, in life, standing your ground, standing firm as you walk. Okay? And in John 14, chapter, uh, John 4, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way. He's talking about the pathway, the walking I am the way. I am the truth. Truth is wisdom. I am the way. If you're going to walk, walk with me. Walk the path I have laid out for you. I am the way. I am the truth. The truth is the Word of God. The Word of God is wisdom. Jesus answered them and said again, I'll read it again. I am the way. I am the truth and the life. It's the only way to live. Walking the path that Jesus, the Good Shepherd, laid out for you. His words are true. You've got to go after them like they're the finest treasure you could ever look for. 
but you've got to love it. You've got to go after his truth in love. Just as a man would love a woman or the woman would love a man, you've got to have love in your heart for his wisdom. It's the only truth you're going to find. It all starts with a heart centered on Christ, a humble heart. For, or for Solomon's sake, a God-centered heart. This is the word of God. This is the word of Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus Christ is the word of God in the flesh, personified. When you're looking at your Bible, you're looking at the word of God in paper form. When you read about Jesus Christ, you are looking at the word of God in human form. When you accept Christ, the Word of God comes into your heart in spirit form. When you accept Christ and you want to walk in His ways, being led by the Spirit, when you pray, you are praying in the Spirit. And now when you walk in the way, you are walking, being led by His words and His wisdom. You are walking in wisdom, the way, the pathway, in step with the Holy Spirit, worthy of the calling of Christ. You're walking in the way, in His wisdom, His pathway. So, what an awesome, awesome um, challenge to us. And again, I'll ask the same question I asked at the very beginning. How bad do you want it? How bad do I want it? And, uh, and I'll, I'll challenge you. Try this little exercise for five minutes or maybe 20 minutes or maybe a whole hour or maybe part of your day today. Keep your brain, your mind, your heart, keep your heart centered on Christ. And as you go through the day, whatever happens, say, oh, nope, get my heart right back centered on Christ. See how fast the world comes at you and see how fast your heart can be moved off Christ. I was driving earlier this morning and somebody was, their car was right behind me, tailgating me and their lights were flashing. I mean, their lights were so bright, it was hard to see. And I was trying to sort of keep my mind Christ-centered to think about what this this study was going to you know, sound like. And I, as this car was right behind me, it was so annoying because I looked around and I said, you know, I wish that guy would slow down. And then all of a sudden I caught myself. I said, already, look how fast something just little like that can take your, your mind right off Christ, can take your heart right off Christ. Because I'm worried about this guy being annoyed by somebody else right in the middle of trying to, while I'm trying to let my heart honor God. <clears throat> Play a little game with your mind and your heart today. Let your heart just be centered on Christ, but let your mind just be that that um, keeper. Let your mind be that good steward of the heart. And every time you take your heart off Christ, for some reason, let your mind go, oh, nope, you're, you, the world is trying to come after you and get in here. Let your mind try to protect you like that. Keep your heart and your mind focused. It's an amazing little exercise because the world comes at you fast. So much stuff comes at you. 
God's challenging us all this morning, just like little children, just like we're all living in his little household right now. He's saying, whatever you do, little children, I know you believe in me now, but whatever you do as you grow up, get wisdom and get insight because that's how you're supposed to live. That gives you life, little children. Jesus Christ said, I'm the way. I'm the way, little children, for you to walk. Don't walk any other way. Walk worthy of me. Walk in step with the Holy Spirit. I am the way for you to walk. And I am the truth. I am the wisdom. The Word of God is me. You should love me as I love you because I'm laying down my life for you. So I hope this is helpful and encouraging to you. It sure was to me. Keep your heart centered on Christ today. All through the day. And honor Him with it. So for me to all of you, God bless you. I'll see you next time. And now I'll turn the podcast over to Matali. Matali, I really enjoyed your podcast yesterday. It was really insightful. So thank you so much for your wisdom and insight. And so um, hope you're doing well. And take it away, Matali. Take care now. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 19 through to 35 and Proverbs chapter 4 verses 1 through to 9. So scripture reads, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths were broken up and the clouds dropped down the dew. So the Lord is the creator um, he was there before the universe began and the Lord, um, he is an infinite God. Um, the universe that we live in is an orderly universe. God designed and placed everything exactly where he wanted it to be and for a reason, you know, but the world today does not know God. Um, you know, today's liberals believe, oh, um, you know, the earth started with a big bang, just bang, and everything fell into place. But um, if we look at it in a human aspect, um, for, for us to have, um, say, automobiles, there's a creator of automobiles. Someone, it just didn't, like, bang, just happened from out of the blues. For us to have anything that we're using today... Um, you know, somebody did actually create it. So it's actually surprising to have people today just think everything just, I don't know, fell from the sky and landed on earth and placed itself where it's supposed to be. Like, oh, hey, the sun was going to be like, oh, I'm going to be the sun. I'm going to be bright and shining over there and the moon. I'm going to be in the middle of earth and the and the and 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 the, the, the sun and the planets just place themselves where they are. You know, God made the universe and, um, you know, the world didn't just happen by chance. No, somebody made um, the universe and placed everything exactly where it was. So, um, you know, the Lord, it's by his wisdom that um, he founded the earth. So, um, you know, this uh, particular chapter and the verses that I in today's study is looking at the young man who is being imparted knowledge upon by his parents like he is in the school of wisdom and scripture goes on to read my son let not 
Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So, you know, don't depart from God's word. And, um, you know, there are so many hidden truths and so many mysteries in God's word. Um, for us to actually find and we only be going to be able to find um, and understand scripture is if we meditate, if we read and meditate upon God's word. And, um, you know, the Holy Spirit will reveal to us um, up to our level of understanding. He will keep revealing to us more and more things if we keep on uh, reading, meditating and, um, you know, the word of God. Verse 22 in reads, um, so, they, so they will be um, life to your soul. Um, this is, um, you know, it's coming from verse 21, which is, My son, let, not, uh, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, so they will not depart from your life, from your soul, and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way, and your foot will not stumble. So if we walk with the Lord, we will not stumble. Um, you know, the Lord is our guiding force. He is our guiding light. He is the creator. He He's the creator of the universe. He's the creator of everything that's on the universe, including you and me. You know, um, so um, if we do not depart from, um, you know, from, 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 from right from righteousness and from um, the word of God, he will, um, you know, by his grace, he will save us and uh, we will not stumble in life. And it goes on to read, when you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. So, you know, you will not fear the, 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 the shadows in the dark that are lurking in the dark and you're not constantly looking over your shoulder and being paranoid um, of all the evil that lurks out there. You know, if God is by your side, if God be for us, who can be against us? So, um, you know, the truth of God will hold us. It will keep us and it will protect us. So, um, you know, don't be afraid. God is taking care of us always. You know, we just have to trust in God all the time. Because God is good. Verse 25 reads, Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep you your foot from being caught. So, um, you know, the Lord is, 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 is a gracious God. And he protects his own, um, his own children. Um, you know, no matter what the terror might be, you know, every day we're faced with terrors um, in life. Every single day we're faced with, um, you know, anything can happen. I might be drinking a glass of water and I choke on it and, 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 and you know, like I, I, um, I die. Or I may be on the road. There's so many crazy people out there um, who, you know, like are not very good or competent drivers. So, you know, there's so many terrors out there. So, um, you know, every day if we look to God to be our um, strength and our guiding force, um, you know, the Lord will be our confidence and um, he will keep us. Uh, he will keep our foot uh, from being caught. So we will not be afraid. We will not be afraid of death. Because Christ is um, represents eternal life. He Christ is wisdom. 
scripture goes on to read, Do not withhold good from those um, to whom it is due when it is in the power of your hand to do so. So, you know, this... Um, you know, this this is a teaching to the young man saying, you know, if you have power to actually do good, do good, you know, do not use excuses um, to help your neighbor. If someone is in need, you know, um, help your neighbor. You know, the first commandment, love your, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So if you're in a position to actually help somebody, you know, go ahead and help somebody. Um, it goes on to read, um, do not say to your neighbor, go and come back and go and come back and tomorrow I will give it. When you have it with you, do not devise evil against your neighbor for the dwell, for he dwells by you for the, um, for safety's sake. Do not strive with a man without cause. He, um, if he has done you no harm. So this is um knowledge being imparted on 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 um on the young man on how to live you know in our environment in our communities with um with other people you know um if we're all believers you know we are all baptized in um you know one body and we are brothers and um you know another person um who I meet um along the road um or i live within the same community is my brother and is my neighbor so um you know if you borrow if i have borrowed money from from somebody just give it back you know don't um you know don't don't withhold that money um because you know you're in that position you know don't be it's, it's basically saying you know don't be untruthful you know um give back what belong what does not belong to you um as as a christian you know you're supposed to be truthful and um you know you're supposed to um treat your neighbor with um with kindness and <clears throat> and um yeah um basically you're supposed to actually treat your neighbor with love and kindness so um verse 31 goes on to read do not envy the oppressor and choose none of his ways for the perverse person for the perverse person is an abomination to the lord so you know do, like you know you may have you may have um you know all these like you know like in in our society today all these political leaders who are corrupt and um who are um you know not considered of the poor of widows of children um you know we have like in our country you know so many um you know people trying to help out the poor people like um you know so many good people out of their goodwill they send money for the poor they give grants and all and you have you know political leaders um instead of distributing and giving the funds to where they're supposed to actually go um you know they they take these funds for themselves and enrich themselves and you know um um you know buy expensive cars and expensive homes um at the expense of um you know the poor person who can't even afford a meal a day and you know <clears throat> the teaching is you know do not be envious of those people um you know people who oppress because for the perverse person is an abomination to God to the Lord that perverse person, you know, is, um, you know, the Lord is not happy with that person. 
he is an abomination to to the to the Lord, but his secret counsel is with um, the upright. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just. Surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble and to the humble. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. So fools in this case, that's the evil man, you know, the windbags and all. So, um, you know, avenge not, you know, vengeance is for the Lord. And um, the Lord, you know, turn, you know, just turn the oppressors to the Lord. Um, it's not our place to, to be vengeful to all the oppressors. You know, their time is coming. And, um, you know, as Pastor J.P. McGee put it, there is a proverb for every person. And this particular proverb um, of the oppressors is a proverb for Ahab. Um, you know, God hates um, the conceited and the arrogant. So um, this is a very, very good chapter, like a very good teaching to impart, you know, on the young man who's leaving, like, um, home to go out into the world from his parents um, and the young woman. So, um, verse, chapter four, verses, um, one to nine, um, it reads, um, hear my children. So this is all the children, not just the young man. Hear my children, the instruction of a father and give attention to no understanding for I, um, for I gave you good doctrine do not forsake my law when i was my father's son so this is solomon um tender and the only one in the sight of my mother he also taught me and said to me let your heart retain my words keep my commands and live um and live get wisdom get understanding so um, Solomon is talking about his father, the advice that he got from David, um, that David actually gave to Solomon. You know, um, you know, as children, um, as 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 God's children, do we love wisdom? Um, do we love the Word of God? So um, you know, God wants us to to love not only to submit and obey Him, but to also love the Word of God and do it wholeheartedly. God wants our hearts. Uh, we should be people who are after God's own hearts, um, you know, glorify God and, and who receive salvation and, um, and um, eternal life, um, as God has actually promised. <clears throat> so, um, Scripture goes on to read, Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. So this is um the father imparting um the wisdom and the and the instruction on um his son. Do not forsake her and she will preserve you. So do not forsake wisdom and she will preserve you. Love her and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom and in all your your getting get understanding exalt her and she will promote you so you know get understanding you know read and meditate upon the word of god and the spirit will dwell in you and will reveal so many things to you and me as christians she will bring you honor when you embrace her she will place on your head an ornament of grace a crown of glory she will deliver you this is beautiful scripture um 
for me, verse 9 of chapter 4, like, is amazing. You know, if you, um, if you follow um, the wisdom that's imparted on you, if you follow Christ, you know, um, do not forsake her and, you know, she will preserve you. You know, the wisdom of God will preserve, will preserve you and me. She will place your head an ornament of grace, so we'll receive the grace of God and um, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. You know, as children of God, we are supposed to love wisdom. Um, and it's not just knowledge, it's wisdom and intelligence and, you know, to understand and to love the word of God. Wisdom is like um, a love of a woman, a love for a woman. Um, this is why we keep using, it. like the, the Bible keeps referring to her as, a, as as a woman you know it's 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 that love um that's um that blessed um sacred love between um you know the love of a woman if if you get like a a marriage um that that marriage that has been sanctified by god this is wisdom so if you love her and you do not forsake her um you will be given um an ornament of grace and a crown of glory so yes, um, this is today's teaching. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, you know, it's talking about um, not turning away from the instruction and teaching that the Father has uh, imparted on His children before walking out into the world. Do not turn away from the wisdom of God. So yeah, this is today's teaching. Thank you all for listening. God bless and bye-bye.